Welcome to Parks and Wrecked. We're on episode 13 of this podcast, episode 7 of season 2 of the show, Parks and Rec. This one is Greg Pakaitis, which I believe might be the only episode in the series where the name of the episode is the first word of the show. What? Oh, yeah. interesting. There's a little fun fact. First word is Leslie saying Greg Pakaitis. Oh, we'll y'all didn't point that out to me during the episode. That. I mean, it's not really a thing. It's just a fun little fact. Oh. Cool. But anyway, who are we? Who are you? I'm Joey. I'm Haley. Hi, I'm Sean. If you've never listened to the show before, Haley and I have seen every episode of Parks and Rec. We've watched the show when it was on the air. We loved it. It was wonderful. Sean, however, missed that whole train. And it's made even more embarrassing by the fact that he works in the Parks and Recreation Department, but had never seen the show. And so we're getting him caught up to speed. Sean, you're now 13 episodes in. Lucky yep. number Slevin. 13. 13. Yes. Yep. It was a... Uh, I laughed. I LOL'd. <laughs> I living room LOL'd several times, as y'all can attest to during this episode. We had this one character, teenager, by the name of Greg Pakaitis. Before this episode started, we didn't know how to say the name. Oh, I didn't. It was like, what is the name of this episode? Greg Pikidis? Whatever we said. Um, Yeah, apparently he's this teenage kid of teenage years. I don't know how Leslie got let into the school to spy on this kid. Number one. She snuck in. But she's she was like, just there to start the episode. Yeah, I'm she like, drop down from the ceiling, Mission Impossible. She's just style. in a high school. Yeah, like waiting for him, lurking outside his locker, which is weird. Would that happen today? Can can adults just walk into school and stand by a kid's locker and wait for him? I guess it probably depends on the school. Oh, I guess 2010, you could. <laughs> I mean, when I graduated high school, given I was still like relatively close to the age of a high schooler, um, I definitely went back and visited some teachers and no, like I just, no one asked me why I was there or noticed or anything. Um, but yeah, I was also again, relatively close to those ages. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are kind of in their own, you know, in the zone in high school and you you might not notice someone walking in. Especially if you walk in like during the bell or something yeah. when everyone else is moving around. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. People are busy on their way to things. You could just, I mean, you get drop-ins at the rec center, right? Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it's not a school. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we get drop-ins at the rec center. But it's the same same mindset. They just show up. Anyway, this kid, Greg Pekaitis, has been known to deface the statue in Pawnee. Do you the statue that looks like Ron Swanson? I don't remember the name of it, but uh, that's too bad because that's actually our trivia oh, of the episode <laughs> already. Sean, I guess Haley can help answer too, but Sean is always doing it. Can you name <laughs> or the not mayor? Doing it. Can you name the mayor of the town, which is the statue that is defaced, and can you name what he is remembered for? I remember what he was remembered for. He ran into a fire and saved a pumpernickel recipe. And then Dave the cop is like, didn't 30 people die in that fire? And Leslie says he's not a superhero or he's not Superman or something like that. Uh, But I have no idea what his name was. Oh, His name was William Percy. Mayor Percy. 
like the train. Oh. I don't know if you hear Oh, some yeah, the train from... Yeah, from Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine. yeah. Number six, Green Percival. I don't know if you heard that oven go off in the background, but we're making meatloaf. Sean literally ran away. And we could, we could scream, and ma. <laughs> ma, the meatloaf. Ma, I'm the really meatloaf. excited about it. I love yeah, meatloaf. It's my good. favorite it's food. a little brown sugar. I, that's actually a, a pretty good segue into what are we drinking today because we just totally overdid that. Here's another element of the show if you haven't joined us before. We're, we're drinking during this, brown and sugar. it makes it, a, makes it a little more enjoyable. The Parks and Rec is pretty entertaining. So They call well. me brown sugar. They call Sean brown sugar. He's no, drinking don't. pure brown sugar right now. <laughs> no, Sean, what do you got? Uh, got me another Sean Mark because why not? Um, it's delicious. It's the best. If you want me to come over and make it for you, hit me up. I got you. Sean questions Leslie being in a school does not question showing up to people's homes. Yes. To provide alcoholic beverages. I like it. I have Samuel Smith's organic cider, which I bought at Whole Foods 360 Market or Whole Food Market 365. There you go. That's the one. I did it, guys. I always say 360, and then people are always like, don't you mean 365? And I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean 365. Sorry that I was five numbers off. Is there a, is there a 360? No. In a circle. Chill out. You know what I mean, though? There's not a Whole Foods 360, and people freak out when I say it. But yeah, it happens to me literally every time I try to say the name. What you got, though, Joey? I'm going a little, uh, a little seasonal here because it is... It, it is fall technically i you know it still feels bad in austin because it's 90 degrees uh but it was only 70 this morning well there you go it was only 70 this morning but it was humid. somehow this made its way to 90 makes its way to 90 even though it says hey it's it's partly cloudy i that doesn't it doesn't happen it's totally sunny but anyway to add to that sort of seasonal ambiance uh, i found that it's nice to kind of mix some baileys with coffee and you get a little caffeine boost as well as that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling that alcohol can provide <laughs> in the form of Bailey's, which is wonderful. And the coffee is Blast Radius Coffee, which is a delightful little blend. They have all different kinds of beans, as, as you know, as many coffees tend to do. And because you are a listener of Parks and Rec, not you two, but like everyone that's listening, <laughs> we've got a special deal because we love that you're listening. We like Blast Radius Coffee. So all you have to do, if you're on their website, BlastRadiusCoffee.com, and you check out, enter Parks Wrecked Pod, and you'll get 10% off. It's great. You can get whole bean. You can get pour-over blast cubes. You can get ground coffee, all these different things. And I personally love their mantra of, sorry, we sure as hell don't offer decaf, because why are you drinking decaf coffee? And what does decaf really do for people? I hear people drink decaf. I'm like, what? It's just the taste? Or like... What's the point of it? I don't get it. I mean, yes. that's Okay, that's the answer. Yes, yeah. that's the answer. All right. so taste goes well with some coffee cake, which is ironic, isn't it? That's but weird. it's not coffee. Decaf. It's just... I mean, I guess coffee with coffee cake is not really that ironic, what even if it's What are pour-over blast cubes? Well, a pour-over blast cube is essentially a little pouch, and you pour it over, and each pouch can make up to 10 ounces of coffee. So it's like a little... It's like in between grounds and beans. You poured over what, though? Hot water. Oh, okay. Blast cubes. Cool. And that's what we're drinking. So, Sean, back to recapping the episode. Greg Pakaitis. Greg Pakaitis. Your favorite. 
my favorite. I don't know if he's my favorite. No, um, he's not. He should not be. It, does he make another appearance later on? I don't know, actually. I'm not don't sure ruin it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's Halloween or close to Halloween. They're celebrating Halloween. Um, it's actually June 3rd. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're decorating the office, and Jerry walks into a bunch of spider webs and was <laughs> not very pleased with what was going on. Um, I hate it when I say um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anne is throwing a party, a Halloween party, because it's Halloween, as I said earlier. She's invited many people. Didn't know Tom was invited because Jerry invited Tom, so she wasn't very happy about that one. Um, so, but we fast forward to the party. Um, Anne and, not Anne, sorry, Leslie and Louis C.K.'s cop character, what's his name? Dave, Dave the Cop. Dave the Cop. They decide to stay, do a stakeout on Greg Pekaitis because Anne, not Anne, Leslie doesn't want him defacing the statue again during the episode. So while they're watching Greg chill in a parking lot with his skateboard and his buddies, there's a Halloween party going on that Anne is hosting and she's dressed up as Raggedy Ann. Pretty cool. Hold for a second. <laughs> so she's dressed as Raggedy Ann and she says it's one of her like childhood favorite books. But her ex-boyfriend's name is Andy and so as soon as that happened, I was like, wait a second, does she do this every year? Like, are they usually Raggedy Ann and Andy? And they never address that. No one even says, oh, Ann, your name is Ann and you're Raggedy Ann. Like, no one makes that connection in the show, which I found a little disappointing. I didn't know the story of Raggedy Ann. So that was enlightening to me once you pointed it out during the episode. I just thought that Ann looked good as Raggedy Ann. Like, I was a fan. Anyways. We've mentioned this before in previous episodes. Anyway, the part is pretty lame. That you're a a fan of Anne. Yes. I'm going to interrupt again because Franksy is standing on the couch and she's leaning (laughs) over the table where Joey has a drink over there and she has her nose like right above it as if she's trying to just drink this and get in on the podcast She's getting parks and wrecked. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yep. Anyways, the part is pretty lame. The first people to show up are the doctor that Anne works with, which I don't remember his name. Dr. Harris. Dr. Harris. I started writing down. I was planning to write down what everyone's costume was and make that the trivia, but then so many random people were in there. (laughs) Dr. Harris is dressed up just as a doctor. And Ron Swanson, who's a pirate, is there. And they're both pretty awkward. And so they're just standing there and Anne's waiting for more people to show up. Um, So that's as the episode goes along, the stakeout lasts a little bit longer. Um, the Dave, the cop and Leslie decide to go back to city hall to their office where they find that the entire office has been TP'd toilet paper everywhere. And it says, uh, someone spray painted. What kind of Halloween? Creepy Halloween. Crappy, crappy, crappy Halloweeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. The spray paint everywhere, toilet paper everywhere. They're like, who did it? We've been staking out Greg Bacchitis the whole day. They end up going to go have Greg Greg Bacchitis brought in to the office to interrogate him. Um, According to Dave the Cop, this is not legal. 
but they're doing it anyway. And while Leslie had Andy guarding the statue, um, nobody had showed up. So she brought Andy into the office to help uh, Leslie interrogate Greg Bacchitis, who's claiming his innocence. Um, and this is great because we get to meet one of the best Parks and Rec. Uh, I guess Alias is. Yeah. Kinda, it's kind of his own character. Yeah. yeah. Which is Burt Macklin of the FBI. Of the FBI. The only piece of evidence they have tying Greg to the crime scene is earlier in the episode he was eating a peach and there was a pile of, I think, whipped cream mm-hmm. on Leslie's desk with the peach pit on top. So that's why she thinks it's him. Also, she has been trying to catch him for years. For some reason, she thinks he's the one that's been doing the defacing, even though she has no evidence. But she has a vendetta against him. So she's like, it's got to be him, even though we were tailing him. Um, she's got a big old board with all the string yeah. connecting. <laughs> very, It's very topical since we've been watching American Vandal as well. Uh-huh. All of the connecting pieces of evidence. I and tells it. her it's a little serial killery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does look like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, while all of this is happening, the party's kind of lame. More people are showing up. All of Anne's coworkers are showing up in their nurses' outfits or doctors' outfits, wherever, whatever they are. Um, people are socializing all in the kitchen, despite her decorating the entire apartment. But then Tom shows up as T Pain, and with his wife that we now know is a uh, a green card wife, and they kind of save the day. They they lighten the party up. They bring some music, bring some alcohol. Everybody starts dancing. They, they do a good job. Um, so I guess a little foreshadowing. Tom was definitely my favorite character of this episode, and so the party. Tom Haverford Payne. Tom Haverford. <laughs> so the the party turns out to be going okay flashback not flashback but back at city hall um they're interrogating um greg pakaitis i don't remember a lot of the exact lines but it's not going well Bert um, macklin is crying yeah he's crying not a great first they've appearance. got nothing on him they can't prove anything which i guess which relates if you're if i'm looking for a way that it relates to real parks and rec we would have a kid come in and actually steal things from the rec center but we could never prove it because he never had it on him and we didn't have cameras and anything we just know knew that every time he showed up something ended up missing but Did you ever get kid. to interrogate him no Did i never bring him into a room scare him straight no no i never did that because i don't know how legal that is but we knew it was him. Like we knew it was him. Like we knew it. Was. Like eventually, some stuff started to turn up on him. And even though we can turn, we couldn't prove that future things were taken by him. We knew it was him because he these, had done it in the past. Were these minor things? Was it like a loaf of bread or a pencil? No, it was bones. Oh, was bones. oh uh, he was like stealing people's stuff. Yeah, was, no, he was really. I thought he was people's stuff. taking uh, equipment yeah, or something. I thought it was like old, no, like old he was really stealing people's stuff. Like oh. he old would uh, <laughs> not when, the new ones. Whenever we would have a like, we would have like a reservation in the gym where like like uh, a group outside group would come in and play dodgeball or volleyball. Or but something. they couldn't because their dodgeballs were stolen. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they just <laughs> dodgeballs. But like he would show up 
And like he's been coming to the rec center since he was like in in elementary school. And so like we know him. He's from the neighborhood. We watched him grow up. And like once he showed up, it got to the point that we saw him coming in the door. We would go in the gym and yell out to everyone. Hey, everybody, make sure your stuff is hidden or put it in your car. Just saying we're not responsible for anything lost or stolen. Got. What a reputation. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> I don't know how he is now. I hope he's not in jail, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he's probably an adult somewhere, <laughs> to quote Sean's <sighs> reference of Greg Pekaitis, which was, I wonder where that kid is now. He's probably an adult somewhere, which makes me laugh with LOL. glee. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Back to the uh, interrogation. <laughs> um, ev- eventually, Greg's mom shows up. And starts throwing a fit, or who we think is his mom. Uh, She pretty much gets him out of there, saying, this is illegal. We got to go. Da-da-da-da. They leave. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they leave, and we go back to the party, which I think is going well. Um, Anne's co-workers are sitting next to Mark, who she's kind of dating right now. Um, testing him to make sure that uh, he doesn't want to leave with one of them. Make sure he's good enough for Anne. I guess. I don't know, man. I know. Like, I kind of <laughs> felt like I kind of felt like they really wanted they to go really, home with him. <laughs> yeah. It's a little interesting because the the test that they were doing was like, oh hey, you want to go back to my place? Mm, is that really a good test? And it was funny because one of them got up and then the next one sat down and asked the exact same question. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of test that was. Maybe it was. I think they really wanted to go home. Anyways, um, Tom and his wife, who I can't remember Wendy. her name. Wendy was dressed as a cowboy. Um, at Towards the end of the party, they thanked Ron Swanson for not ratting on them because Ron knows that it was a green card marriage. And then Wendy admitted, you're invited to our divorce party, which... Tom, what didn't seem to? Yeah, Tom seemed like he was he's, trying to kind of romance her. Like he had real feelings for Wendy, and Wendy was kind of flirting with Ron right there. Yeah, in the middle. Um, so I think Tom might kind of really like her, and yeah. she clearly doesn't feel the same. He might actually like his wife. What a <laughs> surprise! <laughs> so the party ends. Uh, we go back to the Greg Bakaita situation. Um, Leslie, Dave, the cop and Andy find, uh, his house that, and they said, let's toilet paper his house. But Dave, the cop did not participate in the toilet. paper. Oh, he wasn't the there. Oh, my yeah. bad. My bad. He showed up because the police got called and he reported to the scene and he was like, Leslie, Andy, what are you doing? They were toilet papering his house. She was like, well, we must've had the wrong address or something. So this lady walks out saying, yeah, that's them officer. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, lady. We were just trying to get revenge on this kid, Greg Pakaitis. She's like, oh, that's my son. What did he do? <laughs> and she went to go inside and get him, and he wasn't there. It's and like, the lady was not the lady that had picked him up. Exactly. So the lady came back outside. was like, oh, he must have hired a, mo- a fake mom on Craigslist again to bail him out. And they were like, what? And then... And so, then they sprint to the statue. Yeah, because it's like, oh, Greg's not here. Where could he be? What do you think the rate for that is? To be hired mean? as like a parent. I don't know. Like, do you think he posted like, hey, I need someone to be my mom? Or do you think that was an or ad? Or they have that like a going there. Yeah. ad. 
I mean, it can't be someone will do it for not that much. You know what I mean? Like ten to fifteen dollars an hour. Like, yeah. No. I guess. I mean, I mean, it was good literally five minutes of work <laughs> that she provided. Yes, we could. Let's see if there's an actual. Yeah, you looked that up while Sean I'll look finishes. In Los Angeles. So yeah, there's they run to the statue. They find Greg and his buddies hitting up the statue, doing whatever they did to it. I didn't. They didn't really get a good look because they were like running behind the people, yeah, chasing after them. But they catch Greg. Um, they don't really detain him because he's really a, he's a minor. But they caught him in the act, and so. I mean, I think they're gonna take him to the station and yeah, whatever. Maybe he has to do community service. Yeah. And so they were like, how did he get into our office? And so there's a flashback of him dressed up as like a janitor with a mustache, fake mustache. And while they're all talking and conversating, the he hops in a dumpster and waits for everybody to he leave. He steals Leslie he, Leslie's Oh, yeah, he key gets the key. And then just hides in the dumpster for a couple hours until they're all done working. Vandalizes her office and then leaves. And mm. then the whole time she's tailing him, like he's already done the crime. Yeah. Yeah. Too late. Greg Bakaitis. Not finding anything. I'm sorry. Although apparently a mom put her son up for hire on Craigslist to help pay for a broken window. What oh, kind of for hire? Son, a Kansas mother. Have you ever used Craigslist? Seven-year-old son up for hire on Craigslist. Yeah, we got this couch on Craigslist. Yeah, we've actually gotten a handful, or I've gotten a handful of things. I got a Game Boy, a DS, an, an original DS. Um, from I believe from a stand-up comedian, she was selling it, and then I saw her on a poster like a month later, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's cool. That's what she does." Um, but yeah, any I, weird interactions with Craigslist? I'd never use it, so that's why I'm asking. I feel like you'll get people that um try to like job you on the price when they arrive. Like my I. I've I've seen it in action, never with me, but I saw a drawer trying to get unloaded, a dresser, and the guy showed up and he was like, "How about like twenty dollars for that?" And it was like, "No, the price was not twenty dollars." Yeah, we already negotiated that, this, which is the worst thing in the world. We had the opposite experience when we went to pick up this couch. Yeah, um, where the guy was like, "Do you want this end table? Do you want this other thing? Do you want the like?" He was trying to give us more stuff. He was just trying to get rid oh. of a bunch of furniture. I think he was either moving or he was like getting all new furniture in his house and so he was just kind of like yeah these are free too like take them take them <laughs> um but this couch barely fit in the car we did not take them oh which this fit in a car isn't that crazy because it comes apart into joey's like, car yeah oh the, well, you said it comes apart okay I yeah think. it comes apart but still it's like impressive that a full couch fit in a chevy malibu oh nine don't get a malibu it's actually a 10 oh my bad was not, yours an not out of 10. Mine was an 8. It would be like a oh. 5 out of 10. Yeah. Mine's an 8, but I don't have a Malibu. They used to both have Malibus, but now Sean has a new car. But Joey still has a Malibu. Yeah. Yeah. And Sean, you touched on this a little bit earlier. But it's time for food of the episode. Food of the episode. Now, the main food was the peach slash plum that... It was a peach. Greg Pekaitis claims he has a plum. By oh, yeah. He lied. He said it was a plum. He's it's, trying to throw it them off. It looked more like an apple than a, than a it plum. It sounded like an sure. apple. Did yeah. they like, call it an he apple? He was like crunching it. Biting into it and it was crispy. But then there was a peach pit. I guess peaches can be crispy. Sean mentioned. Uh, other than that, it was just a lot of alcohol for the most part. We did get Ron reaching into a candy bowl looking for uh, almond. 
No, no, he only had almond joys. He was looking for mom's bars. Both of those are disgusting. Without almonds, disgusting. Coconut, I believe, is coconut and chocolate. Yeah, gross. They're among the worst. What? What's the the top Halloween candy you can get? Reese's. Correct. Glad in the discussion. Yeah, Reese's are real good. (laughs) What's an underrated one? Swedish fish. Oh. No, it's underrated for sure. They're delicious. Nothing. Swedish fish is good. I think they're also vegan. So for all. The vegans out there. I think we might have actually even covered an underrated candy because I'm thinking a hundred grand, and I feel like I remember saying this. Yeah, on, we referenced that because yeah. um, you were talking about O Henry bars, and I didn't know what that was, and you said it's sort of like a hundred grand. I think yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that like Three Musketeers. I thoroughly yeah. enjoy Three I Musketeers. I like Three Musketeers. Three my jam for quite yeah. some time, and then well, I stopped. Never mind. Not underrated. Still did though, because not underrated right here, but yeah. I do think generally they are underrated. Mm-hmm. Faux show. April's also chugging vodka, and then Anne April is dressed it. as a clown. Who has the best? Ap- who has the best costume? I mean, I think Derek is a straight male, and then Mark <laughs> Mark shows up wearing <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, they look exactly like that. Was pretty funny. That's pretty great. Um, what's what's um April's gay boyfriend name? You remember the other one? Her boyfriend's Derek's Derek, boyfriend? and he's dating Ben. Which one pirate. was the pirate? Yeah. Ben was the pirate. Because Ron was pirate. impressed with, because Ron was a pirate, but he wasn't as elaborate as a pirate as... Ben was. Yeah. Yeah. So Ron was impressed. We've had some Halloween costumes ourselves, some solid ones. Oh, yeah. In general, but oh, also yeah. some good ones. We three dressed up together two years ago. We were dressed as Bob Burger's characters. I was... You were was Louise. I was Louise. Louise. And I was Tina. And I was Jean. Joey was Jean. Some context. Keyboard. We uh, we had gone on a 21-day diet before. A sugar detox diet. Yeah. Yeah. We had no sugar. We had been just eating straight protein. Like two stuff? years ago? I thought that was last Water. year. No, I think it was. Wasn't it the year before last? Yeah. It was the year Dang. before last. Yeah, because last Halloween it rained really hard. Remember? For like half the night. Yeah. So it was two years ago. We had done the 21-day sugar detox. Yeah. The day that the detox was over was Halloween day. Man. And so... We had a flag football game that night. Had a flag football. Played flag football. Flag football's over. It's Halloween. Let's go party. Um, I had fireball. You did. That I shared with Haley. Yes. So we were going into the bar... Drinking in the bar, like hanging out. So the flag football teams are sponsored. um, And so they'll give you like free drink tickets if you go to the bar the night after the game. So we had done that. um, But we were going from inside out to the car, chugging some fireball at Sean's car and then going back in. Um, And then, yeah, by the end of the night, we were both. Yeah. Just keep in mind, we haven't drank in over like a month, like 21 days, like no sugar, no alcohol, no anything. It was, we were quite the show. Yeah. Parks and Rec before there was Parks and Rec. Plus, I was being Tina all night, which was very fun. <laughs> so I was like laying on the floor and moaning and running with my hands behind my back and flailing around and being generally awkward, um, which hopefully everyone around me appreciated, but potentially they did not. I was wearing a green shirt with pink bunny ears and on my knees just so I could be short like Louise. Also, blacking out. Not like Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Louise. Hopefully. I had a keyboard. 
Oh yeah, I made and him drove a little both keyboard. Of you home really <laughs> at cute. separate times because I was now partaking in these fireball. Thank you, madness shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. but that was really fun. Uh, the costumes and also the flag football game and also our fun Halloween day. Did we win our flag football game that day? I think so. Okay. I thought that was a pretty good game we had played that day. Maybe not. Maybe it's just. I remember the other team being there that we played like also at the bar. Yeah, we hung out with the other team. (laughs) We were like, this team is bad when we were playing that, like not cool. And then afterwards when we were hanging out, we're like, ah, yeah, they're not so bad. We also dressed up in costumes when we did like the opposite day party at a friend's house. Oh, the Alter Ego Party. Alter Ego Party. Yeah. We actually filmed one of Joseph Currency's music videos. Oh, yeah. That was like New Year's, right? When it was. Oh, it wasn't Halloween? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was just a random, like either around New Year's or just a different party. It wasn't Halloween one, though. Yeah. So what did you dress up as, Sean? I can't remember. Like a uh, kind of frat boy. I had a a sweater scarf. I'm not really sure how how that's different. With some khakis and boat shoes. It's a regular day for Sean. Yeah. No, that no. was opposite day. <laughs> no, it's not. It's quite embarrassing. I will never do that again. <laughs> and then I was kind of a hippie, which is not exactly my alter ego. Like, I'm kind of a hippie anyway. Um, but I was wearing uh, sort of like 70s style tall pants with like long, the you know, and then like tall boots and something. I don't remember. I don't remember what I was. Sober, sober, sober. I'm staying sober, sober at the sober, house party. Sober. <laughs> Recording a song, either. Joseph Currency. Take we'll it have out. to go back and look at the video. See what the Joey was dressed drop. as. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I feel like I had multiple outfits to like to choose shoot from. different scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Quote, oh, well, yeah, because you were doing costume changes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know either. Have either of you ever TP'd a house? Yes. Um... Sorry that I answered that so quickly. Yes. All um, right. I was like, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so uh, growing up uh, playing peewee football, it was a tradition that I guess we started where we football players, we TP members of the cheerleaders, the Joe team's house while mm. they did our house. So we did, it was one oh, day cute. out of the season every year. That we is did pretty this. cute. So. I mean, we, not for the parents, but. We, we would think we're being super quiet. The entire time they hear us because we're like the entire team is teeping one house. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like laughing. Yeah, we're like, all trying a good to hide time and, and be like, silly. Asking for help because we're all little trying to throw toilet paper over a tree that we can't reach. But yeah, um, we used to do it all the time. It was a lot of fun. Um, my mom would be not happy with the results. And so me and my dad would have to clean it up the next day. So did you do... But it wasn't like everyone did everyone's house. It was like each year you just picked one person or did multiple ones happen? Eventually, everybody got their house rolled. Uh-huh. Um, but it was in one night. And so we were like broke off into sections. Oh, okay. So you did get to everybody's house each time. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. And we would probably cop- do like three houses that night. Yeah. Were the cops ever called or did they all know? They were um, the, hop- the cops were like cool They all it. knew. Um, there was one time where we started on the house. And it was the wrong house. Cops were Ooh. not called. Oh, no. But like, we quickly cleaned it up and went next door to do the correct house. How did you know? Like, how did you figure out it was the wrong house? Uh, they came outside and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, uh, Yeah. And, and you were like, like, I'm sorry. You're not the right parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. But fun times. Yeah. How about you guys? 
feel like I have, but I can't remember it. So maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just like held a roll of toilet paper in my hand and dropped it accidentally. Yeah, I don't think you have. Knowing you, I feel, you know. Yeah. I got into some shenanigans. No, he's a goody two shoes. He didn't do that. Um, one time my friend Lisa and I, who was on episode four, she guest hosted with us. Um, we snuck out, I guess, of my mom's house, of my parents' house, and we rode our bikes over to my brother's friend's house, which was also Lisa's boyfriend at the time, his house, where a bunch of our friends were staying. So like my brother and some of our other friends were all like staying over at that house that night um but they had this motion sensor light outside that kept coming on while we were trying to wrap the house so we're like oh man they're gonna see us um so we just did a really really poor wrap job of the one part of the yard that would stay in the shadows uh while while we were in the yard um and then we hurried home um and then we had to like park our bikes on the side of the house so that we could sneak back in without it making too much noise. Cause we had one of those doors that would like beep, beep, beep whenever you opened it. Um, and then my mom was furious at us, which I thought was really silly. I mean, she was mostly mad because we snuck out, I guess, but the thing is she wouldn't have let us do it if we had told her. However, several years before that, when my brother was in sixth grade or something, or fifth grade, so a small child, she had taken my brother and a bunch of his friends all to wrap our cousin's house. And she took them to do that, wrapped the whole thing, and then she's going to get mad at me and Lisa whenever we go to wrap a house. Maybe she learned from that time. No. That it doesn't pay off. Uh, maybe Crime that is pay. some double standard, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Um, but I guess she was also with them, so... You know, there's two sides to every story. But also, my mom, you told me a story where she and her friends used to go wrap houses and they would like throw beans on the yard so that whenever, like if it rained or the sprinkler came on, the beans would sprout. And so then they'd have to mow the lawn. But they would also like break plastic forks off in the yard so that when you mowed them, they got stuck in the mower. And that's awful. But maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was her friends that did it. I don't know. Either way, I just outed her if it was. But... All we did was throw like five pieces of toilet paper into a tree and then come right back home. But you talking about going through people's yards reminded me of when we would do split cops and robbers and we'd play at night, you know, I mean, we'd start when it was still light out, but sometimes it would go into the night. And I just remember one time one of my friends yelling, robber, robber, as one of the robbers oh, no. in the game was, you know, running through someone's backyard to like go try and tag the other robber out. That's how you play cops and robbers, I have right? no idea. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, mm, maybe don't yell that like <laughs> 10 p.m. at night. But no one. No, nothing happened. No, but the cops did come one time when we were at the park. And he I was I mean, he was very much just like pulling a Leslie nope and just trying to intimidate everyone. Like we weren't actually in any trouble because I lived across the street from a park. So I could have just been like, I just stepped outside for some fresh air. And now I'm going back to my house. Um, but all I remember from that was he was like shining a light at I at all of us and like asking where our where our address, what our addresses were to like just to prove that we lived in the neighborhood. And he 
shines it at one friend who says it and then he turns to the next friend who like forgets his address and I won't call him <laughs> out but he forgot his address so he, like couldn't think of anything and you know keep, who you are he keeps saying like what's your address and the guy who just answered just keeps repeating his because he thinks he's still asking him so he says his address like six times and then finally the cop was like I, okay <laughs> like, <that's our> <laughs> yeah. it was delightful then he just let us all go because we weren't doing anything we we're just playing cops and robbers was there a curfew though there was yeah I mean, that was why. It yeah. Was, I think a, a neighbor had just said, like, there are some hooligans at the park. Just like that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, the so cops used to always come yeah. to the park next to the pool that I worked at and be like, all right, you got to go home, everybody. Yeah. Um, but I actually got off at the time that curfew was. So normally I'd be like, I'm just getting off work, even if I was hanging out. <laughs> and <laughs> then we would leave. Even the cops were kicking us out. A cop provided the quote of the episode, which is Dave the cop. I, which I assume the documentary, documentary, the documentary makers of this show, because it is still a documentary. Oh right. I, I assume they asked him, "Do you think Leslie would make a good cop?" And he says, "No, no, I don't think Leslie would make a good cop." And then delivers this gem: "I would be frightened to live in a town that she's the cop of," <laughs> which is accurate. I would also not want Leslie. As my cop. But as a Parks and Rec planner, she's great. Yeah. And then later she's talking about like, oh yeah, cops have to do their due diligence and justice. But then she's kind of like, unless you really know they're guilty type of thing. So yeah, she'd be a bad cop. She's fierce. In the wrong way. like. Yeah, she's intense. Like yeah. she, well, she gets passionate. She just wanted Greg Bacchitis. And she was right. Yeah. No, she didn't like she didn't want him. She's just like he's been a, a thorn in my side for years. This is the year I get him. And I guess they got him. But no, they got him, yeah. After he yeah, already did going, his misdeeds. He's going away for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting community service or something. And while he's doing that, we'll wrap up the episode. As always, if you enjoyed what you heard, or even if you didn't. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a review, a rating. Tell us what you think, what you need, what you want to hear. And tell us how we can make your experience more enjoyable. Even more, yes. You can also reach out to us via email, parksrectpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, parksrectpod. Wonderful. Until uh, next time, I guess it'll be November. Next episode we watch. I mean, it'll be like October real time, but in the show. Oh, yeah, because this was Halloween. Gotcha. Yeah, Parks and Wrecked.